Honey, where are you going? Where are you going? <sighs> again? Just where are you going? Where are you going? You're not going to the bar again, are you? You like hanging out, drinking beer at the bar, talking sports? Come on out and join us weekly. Guys at the Bar Talking Sports, your podcast for just that. Hanging out, drinking some beer, talking sports. Are you really doing season four of that stupid podcast? Y'all know the name of the show. It's Guys at the Bar Talking Sports. And what do guys do when they talk sports at the bar? They drink beer. So if you want to buy us a beer, you can Venmo us. The Venmo is at Guys at the Bar Talking Sports. How are we going? Thanks, everyone, for tuning in for another week of Guys at the Bar Talking Sports. We're a bunch of folks who get together weekly at the Neighborhood Watering Hole, MJ's Grill in Lake Carolina, South Carolina, with some brews and a microphone. Stay tuned as we discuss college football week 13, rivalry weekend. Rivalry week! Big games this week include Michigan taking on Ohio State, Whoop. Alabama's at Auburn, and Florida State's at Florida, Clemson is at South Carolina, Yay. North Go Carolina Pops. is taking on North Carolina State, and Oregon State is at Oregon, and a whole bunch Go of Ducks. other great rivalry matchups this Thanksgiving weekend. Please feel free to share our show with friends. Subscribe and give us positive reviews on your favorite podcast app. And join the Facebook group called Guys at the Bar Talking Sports. Always love having people support our habit. And if you want to do so, send us some cash via Venmo. Our handle is at the guys talking at guys. (laughs) We're never going to get our money. Uh (laughs) Guys at the Bar Talking Sports on Venmo. Nailed it. I'm your host tonight, the Chief. Chief. Let's do some introductions. <coughs> to my left is the Rebel. Eating Re- everybody, drinking my typical makers and diet. That's right. D Piddle. D Piddle. And the Ripper sitting across from me tonight. Baby boy. Uh, baby boy tonight. Baby boy, baby boy, boy tonight. That's right. Baby boy turned 44. So call me Baby Boy if you want. Tonight, right now, I'm drinking uh, sugar cookie Imperial. But I'm going to go back to the Kentucky Vanilla Cream Ale. Can, can they hear you? <laughs> Not at all. Could you say it again now that you're facing the microphone? Yeah. I was, all right, so I'm trying to get read at the same time. Can't I'm you currently drink, drinking a sugar cookie, but I'm going to go back to a Kentucky Vanilla Cream Ale. All right, Chopper, what? are you drinking a real beer tonight? Darn right I am. Kentucky Vanilla Cream Ale. Yeah, yeah. It is delicious and vanilla. It's amazing. Not as delicious as that beard you're sporting, buddy. Not so fast, baby boy. <laughs> Looking like Travis Kelsey. <laughs> yep. All right. Gotta try. Gotta try. Cheeks. Yep. Cheeks. Yes, I am uh, drinking the very last in-house of the beer, Yingling Hershey's Chocolate Porter. And it's the last one. So I'll be switching to banana bread. All right. Let's get going. Let's talk about this past weekend. Let's do told you so's first. Anybody got a told you so? I got a told you so, but anybody else got one right out the it's gate? Spit it. All right. How about Clemson over US, UNC by 11? Spread was 10. I said two scores. <coughs> I got a told you so there, Chief. We were talking last Friday at a little get together, and I said to you, USC still got a chance to make a bowl game, and you said not going to happen. They knocked off Kentucky. They're one game away. Yep. 
Got a rivalry game this week against Clemson. I told you so. Here they come. Go Cox. This one will not sit very well with oh, our no. typical host. Oh, good. So once upon a time, on our, yeah, once upon a time on our Facebook page. May he rest in peace. He said, what will Florida's record be moving? How many games will Florida win? And he listed five games. I said, they won't win a single one. Well, we're one week away from that actually That's being right. the That's case. All down. Oh, oh. Sorry, bud. I have one. Who's who's the leading Heisman candidate right now? Oh. Michael Penix. No. Jaden Daniel. No. No. Caleb Williams. Yeah. Jaden Daniels is number two, and Michael yeah. Penix is that number dies three. This weekend, oh, Nick. He's having a great But we we all know he's not the best player in football, I, in college football. We so know that. I think that. Correct. I, I actually would go with Jaden Daniels. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we know that he's also However, not the best player in college football. I know he is. Jaden Daniels is the best player. Who are you going with? Now, but I, Bo Nix will win the Heisman over him, though. Thank you. That's a pretty beer. But I think Jaden Daniels is. But yeah, my man Bo Nix, he's going to win the Heisman. Told you so. Bo Fo Show. Bo Fo Show. My told you so is South Carolina's offensive line still sucks. <laughs> but really, what are you saying? Don't sugarcoat it. Which, Thank God which for Rattler. Which, to your point, Don't sugarcoat should you. very quietly understand how good of a year Rattler is having. When every snap he's rolling out right and left because he has to. I mean, yeah. I mean, he really should be a top three round pick. Yeah. If, if yeah. you if you were to put him say on pick another team, Texas, Texas. Ohio State, Ohio State. Cool. My goodness, what he would yeah. be doing right now would be disgusting. USC on the other coast. They just still <laughs> play defense over there though. Oh, yeah. I got a what the fuck for you tonight. Uh, oh no. All right. Yeah. Oh. All right. What about beast mode? Who was in beast mode this, this oh, past UCLA. weekend? UCLA totally tore apart USC. It was the worst thing that could happen. Yeah. Because the, they'll keep Chip Kelly now. The, the, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, he was on the on the cutting block. Um, the Bruins took a 14-0 lead in the first corner. There was four sacks of Caleb Williams, and they had 199 rushing yards overall. Their best game this season. Amazing. I, I hate to say it, beast mode this past week, New Mexico State Aggies, beast mode. You do not come into Auburn, Alabama at night in their own stadium and beat them at night like that when you're in New Mexico State. They didn't State. beat them. They, they didn't drummed beat us. <laughs> drummed they tied them to the bumper and drummed them across beast Alabama. Mode. And you know the worst, beast mode. You know the worst part? Beast they mode. They had to hand them a check. They had to hand New Mexico State a check for $1.7 million That's on right. the way out. And you drummed at the same time. So, yeah, I got, I got to hand it to them, man. That's beast mode there to come in at night and beat, beat Auburn in their stadium like that. Yeah. Beast, beast mode. mode for me, Bo Bo Show. Over 400 yards passing, six passing touchdowns in the first half alone, leading the Heisman race. <laughs> the, um, How's that make you feel? Beast mode right now for me. Is because they called they've called a lot of crap this year. Is the SEC because let me tell you what Alabama and Georgia right now are coming right back to the as, they, as the Macho Man Randy Savage says the cream rises to the top. And here we are again, those two teams in the conversation just like they are every year. Best turnaround so far, Alabama. That might be Nick Saban's best coaching job ever. Do you think there will be no SEC team in the 
<laughs> Potentially. Negative. It's, no, I know. I can't wait to say I told you so. The only, way that, the only way that happens is Auburn beats Alabama and Georgia Tech beats Georgia. And yep. then if that happens, yeah. it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. And neither one of those is going to happen. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. my beast mode was Georgia over Tennessee this past it weekend. Was that, that was That was a drubbing. What in what yeah. the last two weeks? At, they've been beat At Neyland. That was so. painful. All right. How about unexpected? I know you've got an unexpected. Uh, me? Yeah. Unexpected? Yeah. Because I have, I have one, and I think it's the same one. Really? So my unexpected, quite frankly, probably not. My unexpected was for North Carolina to not show out any better than they did. I thought that game would be closer. They made it closer at the end. Oh, I but, have a, a but that game problem was, with the refs. That, yeah, it was bad. But, hey, you know what? As, as I've always said, you don't, I will complain about referees like everybody else will. Take them out of the game. Handle your business to where they don't determine the game. And you don't have to worry about referees. So, I just my unexpected was that every year North Carolina has a decent team. They find a way to get to the end of the season with four losses. Every year, it always seems to happen. It's rivalry week. My unexpected was how quickly the team up north, that university, changed their tune regarding this whole investigation. They were a staunch supporter back in their coach, but wait a minute. Some new evidence appears. Oh, okay, Mr. Harbaugh, I'm going to go ahead and accept my three-game suspension, and we'll go ahead and brush this under the rug for now. That was unexpected. I thought they were going to fight to the end. In the end, they realized maybe this isn't a fight worth, you know, participating in. And we'll go ahead and, as they like to say, when you peel back the onion, you never know what's in the middle. So. Yeah, <laughs> that damn team up north. Good luck, by the way. <laughs> All right, one more expected. So, one, one shot, one shout out uh, to JMU. One last final shout out to them, right before they fade forever. Um, to having the largest uh, game day crowd ever. That's, it was kind of unexpected. And, and I'm going to jump on that because my unexpected, my unexpected was App State winning, but not because App State won. I knew App State was going to play hard, but because the game went to overtime. Oh, wow. We we know what happened. It shouldn't have, but we we put it there for them. Fourth and 17, you let them convert. You drop an an interception in the end zone. I mean, like the safety is playing center field and drops the ball. You know what? You miss opportunities, you have to fight to win the game, and that's what happened. Hey, D-Pitty, I'm happy for you, buddy. Oh, I, I, I couldn't. I was hoarse for two hours, but we're good now. <laughs> Mine was uh, the obvious, Auburn um, getting their blanks handed to them. Yeah. How about any brawls? I, there was a great brawl in... Uh, with Michigan and Maryland this That's, past week. Yeah. That was going to be mine. That's the thing. It's Maryland every year. They can't ever get over the top. But every year, they, it seems like they take Michigan or Ohio State to the brink. Every year, late, and, and the better team pulls it out. But it's one of those, either one of those teams every year, when they play them, walks out of that game and goes, thank God we got out of this alive. Let's move on. Yeah. All right, I'm going to the NFL. A little homer, little homerism here. Um, the Browns versus the Steelers. Rookie quarterback, second, third string quarterback, led the Browns down the field with a minute 15 to go for a game-winning touchdown to beat their rival, their arch enemy, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and improved to 7-3. and three. 
That was a barroom brawl. When was the last time? It wasn't pretty. When was the last time the Browns were 7-3? and three? 2007. It's been a while. Yeah. And they missed the playoffs that year. Yes, they did. They, they, they finished 10-6. <laughs> and six. Rob, uh, Rod Chudzinski, Chud, was our head coach. We went 10-6 and six and missed the playoffs. And you one of the wrong. Steelers coaches got fired. <laughs> like, look, look, being a Bengals fan, I don't fired. hate the Browns, but they beat yeah. some yeah. shitty. So my barroom brawl. Okay. <laughs> my barroom brawl was Lincoln Riley got beat up really badly. Like um, physically? By excuse me. Physically? No. He needs to be. Although, yeah, the, I would say that the uh, home base of uh, USC probably wants to do that. So he's completely ruined Caleb Williams last year in in um, college football. I think Caleb Williams has ruined Caleb Williams last year in college well, football. There, there's uh, all kinds of bad decisions made, but it also looks like he's going to come out smelling like a rose because... As of right now, the biggest rumor out there for the NFL is he's going to take over the Bears' head coaching position, and Caleb's going with him. Is it the Bears? Bears? I saw a thing the other day where it said the Bears should, with every position, every draft pick, draft a quarterback. There's like seven quarterbacks, and they said legitimately those could be available at that, and they should take them all. Oh, yeah. And then if they have some good you know, multiples, they trade them out for what they need. But at least out of seven, you should get one that's worth a damn. Interesting. It's like a fantasy football draft where you try to lock up all the quarterbacks <laughs> and then trade for what you actually need. Hey, if it works, go for it. Yeah, think about all the quarterbacks that have washed out in the draft. Well, think about how many quarterbacks the Bears have ruined. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're going back a couple decades. Yeah. So, all right, let's talk about let's talk about a game that's near and dear to our our regular host hanger. Uh, Florida State's at Florida this weekend. So, Florida State's at Florida this weekend, but Florida State's going to be without Jordan Travis. He's out for the season. It doesn't matter. Florida State still wins. Um, they're. Uh, the more interesting thing to me is they will go to the ACC championship, most likely playing Louisville if they win. So here's here's a more interesting dynamic about well, that they, game. They're both in already. Okay, so I'm just saying if they win this game, which they still should, they're more talented, and they beat Louisville without that quarterback, do they still put them in the Final Four? Undefeated. It's going to be. Tough. I, I don't I think, think it depends on what happens between Oregon and uh, Washington. I don't think it matters because they don't. You get you put your best team out there, and their best players is now out for the season. I don't well, see any way they do. What does Ripper, the predictor, have to say about this game? Well, I don't know how much of a prediction this is, but I'm looking out for our OG, the original host of this show, Hanger. And I'm saying chomp, chomp, baby, just for you from Baby Boy tonight. <laughs> Go Gators! Yeah, there's no way that's happening. Yeah, no. No. No, that doesn't happen. I think it's going to be a, hey, wait, wait, a wait, wait. closer game. I don't want to give you a beer if I lose, but if I win, do I get a beer from you? Yeah. For Fair sure. You heard it first on Guys in the Bar Talking Sports. FSU wins, you owe me a beer. No, 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 that's not what, no. that's not what I agreed oh. to. All right. <laughs> Let's talk, we're not doing the heads tails thing. Let's talk about another another game near and dear to several of our hearts, at least a couple of us. UNC North Carolina is at NC State this weekend. 
I don't. I couldn't even begin to tell you. They're they're both eight and three. Um, North Carolina State has has they have improved over the season. North Carolina seems to be in a little bit of a slide. North Carolina's more talented. North Carolina should win the game, but they are finding ways to lose. I mean, it's it's that. Simple. And they're at Carter Finley. Well, that's a place I'm dumb. But it's neither the case. <laughs> you know, I mean, you go put in was it a six million dollar jumbotron in your first game? Lightning hits it and didn't ruins it. I should tell you something about this place. So um, first game and a half. That's a true story. Um, if you, again, I have no the idea. The electrician's like, what are these spare parts? It looks like a lightning rod. Yeah, now we don't need it. It's uh, If you maybe put money on it, I'd take North Carolina. That's probably thinking more of my heart and my head. But that game legitimately spreads it, four. How that's not a pick em, I don't know because I'm telling you. I, I, I think North, North Carolina could beat them by 30. They could lose by 20. I have no idea. I think NC State could pull the upset. The only thing that North Carolina's got going is NC State really ruined their bowl um, possibilities last year in Chapel Hill when NC State was not as good as they were this year. So, again, I I will take the heels, but I'm not gambling on it. I'm saying Drake May is poised for a big game. He's playing not for the season, not for the playoffs, not for a conference championship. He's planning to be the number one overall pick next year in the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm looking for a big game from him. Go Tar Heels. The problem is, to, I'll dovetail off of that and jump back in, North Carolina's problem isn't scoring points. It's stopping anybody from scoring points. So that's where it's going to come in. Is just is their defense going to decide to show up on a Saturday? I mean, that, that, to me, that's where it's going to be determined. I mean, USC. I mean, they, they play very much like South Carolina does. I mean, you got talent, but can you keep them out of the end zone? Yeah, I'm 50-50 on this one. I'll go to the Tar Heels just because we have some of the table. <laughs> All right. Fair it's enough. totally UNC. Okay. I'm confident. You just like Drake May. Right. I do. <laughs> All right. Let, let's let's go back to Jordan Hare. How about Alabama at Auburn this weekend? Oh, really? Uh, no, that, really? That will be different than what you saw last weekend, guaranteed. Guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed. It better be. Guaranteed. <laughs> it will be different. Now, that's probably one of the worst things for Nick Saban that could happen going into the Iron Bowl. He was not happy with that when Auburn got drummed like that. Because I guarantee you will see a totally different team on Saturday. Totally Say what I'm thinking. Go ahead. <laughs> all right, so. And you can laugh all you want, but until it happens, hey, if you've experienced it, you've experienced it. You just kind of know what's coming up. Starting from week one to week, what, 12 that we're in now? 13 this weekend. 13 this weekend. In my opinion, Alabama is the most improved team in the entire country. They have been playing better every week, and I believe this is Nick Saban's best coaching job. And I guarantee, I guarantee, Nick will not have his team unprepared for None of that matters. None of that matters come this Saturday. So everything out. You should know that. If you if you knew anything about being the biggest rivalry in the country, then oh, you know here we go. That you throw all that out the window. These kids all know each other. They play with each other forever. It's everybody against everybody. So hey, everything hey, out. Hope everything is a, out. Hope is a sad yeah. thing to listen to when you're in Ohio a, State in a normal season. <laughs> I would agree with everything he just said. But I can't remember the last time these two teams were so far apart Polar in terms opposite. of where they're going in terms of 
Are you playing well or are you playing terrible? Yeah, well, did you see how good we played the week before last week? Who did they play? Uh, Mississippi State. I rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> but total domination. I mean, just, you watch. I'm telling you. You'll see a different team on Saturday. All right, so, at 3.30. All right, so, so let's talk about another uh, rivalry here in the South. Clemson is at South Carolina this Saturday, Saturday night. Um, got so Trump in town, boys. And Nikki Haley. <laughs> and Nikki Haley. <laughs> I'm on board with Haley. I'm on board Let's get political tonight. Team Haley, baby, all the way. Baby boy. Woo. She's a Clemson. I like Haley. That's that's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't matter. Yeah. Don't matter. Don't matter. Anyway. I'm Team Haley. All right. Um, Clemson's been looking pretty good. They beat number 20 UNC last week. The week before, they won in uh, overtime against Duke. We they've uh, who is now like what six and four. Duke is terrible yeah, they now. They floundered badly. I'm trying to remember who they played the week before that, but they got beat, I believe. No, Clemson. No, I'm talking about Duke. Oh, Duke. Clemson. Yeah, but Clemson going into this game, they're on a three-game winning streak. They're 6-4? and 7-4. Seven and 7-4. My, my prediction on this game is South Carolina can get it into the fourth quarter within one score, they win the game. That would be awesome. If, if they can keep it that close, because, again, if you notice, South Carolina builds on momentum. If Clemson jumps on them early and gets up 14, 10, 14 points, it's going to be a long night for the Gamecocks. Here you go. I got two stats. Here's the real lip, uh, ripper the predictor coming up for you. Rattler has over 400 yards passing. Xavier Leggett has over 200 yards receiving and three touchdowns. And he puts himself in a legitimate chance to win the Bolitnikoff Award this year. Xavier Leggett. I, I don't think Clemson comes in here at night with the rude. Yeah. <laughs> it, with with the home crowd here in Carolina. Yeah, um, but it's it's gonna be half Clemson fans. Yeah, based on and based on what happened last week in Kentucky, I think uh, I think South Carolina has a lot of momentum right now. Um, there'll be a lot of energy around trying to get six wins, get ball eligible, and beat Clemson, uh, go with Carolina all the way. You got anything on that one, Cheeks? No, I just I think Clemson's going to take it. Unfortunately, okay. I agree with you though. If they can make it to the, the end of the fourth, they'll they the, can pull the it biggest, out. The biggest, the best thing that happened to South Carolina was them winning last week because now they have something to play for. Yes. Other than pride, yeah. they're playing for a bowl game now. Right. So you add all that in a night game. Uh, the biggest concern to me though is Clemson, and they've got a three-headed monster at running back that is just really, really good. That pains me to say that. Uh, they give it to Shipley. They give it to Shipley, and he scats around, and then they give it to the Maffa. Maffa, and he's six. He seems like he's seven feet, three hundred fifty pounds. He's pounding <laughs> on him, even though he's not. And, um, and the tenth in defense for yards so, allowed. So, so that's my thing: is, is, is Clemson's defense is better. Uh, and then, and then I just I just don't know if South Carolina can stop on this. But if, but if it gets to the fourth quarter within a yeah. score, I think South Carolina pulls it out. Concerned about that O line again. I think they're starting to figure out how to play around it. Do you know tell you who they remind me of right now for different reasons? They remind me of when Doug Flutie played in the NFL. He couldn't see over the offensive line, so everything was a rollout. <laughs> yeah. With Rattler, it's just I'm going to roll out to get away from the rush. So basically, if you can seal the edge, look. Their offensive yeah. line game right now is if they're tight in and their tackles can seal about three seconds of an edge to let him roll out and do, 
it gets real interesting. If those defensive ends can get up the field, it's it gets ugly. Rather than rush for 150 yards, but they'll lose a the game. Yeah. I mean, I have faith, faith in Rattler, but the rest of the team, not so much. Well, and to be fair to them this year, they've got a lot of injuries. They've had a ton yes. of, like, significant injuries. And for them to be sitting here with the opportunity to go to a bowl game, I think it's pretty impressive. I mean, I know a lot of people are jumping off the bus, you know, jumping off the ship because they're like, oh, if, you know, the fun's over, we, we were hopeful and now we're not. This has been a pretty, pretty impressive year from what the Gamecocks may able to pull off based off of what they lost be the transfers, be a graduation, and be yeah. an injury to still be in the position they're in right now. It ain't the worst. It ain't the worst uh, season I've ever seen. Let's put you like that. No, and they all believe in their coach. Yeah, Beamer's a good dude. I yeah. mean, I think I yeah. think if they'll give him enough time, and I think South Carolina will because it's yeah. not like look. I hate South Carolina's not an overly attractive job of all the jobs that are out there if they come available. Right. So they've got a guy that's bought into what they're doing. Let the man do what he does and give him some time to do it. Yeah. I think we got a little Lobo. Hi. Little Lobo. Lobo. No. No. They're an Aggie. 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 The other Aggie. No. You call her that. She may smack you, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. So, we got a special guest. A New Mexico State Aggie has come. Justin Chopper. And the timing around this is impeccable. She should have brought her pom-poms and her hat and her jersey. Uh, all right. Let's, we do need to keep going. So let's talk about another important game, not a local game. Oregon State at Oregon. I think it's that's an easy one. Don't yeah. you think it's Oregon? I was thinking New Mexico. Oh, no, no, no. That's no, where I messed no. up. Yeah. So Oregon State's at Oregon. Uh, the line is the Ducks by nine. Going to be a high-scoring game. Uh but uh, Oregon State looked really good against Washington this past weekend. If if there's a game to use your theory of throw the records out and let them play, I have seen many times Oregon State ruin Oregon's As a really good yes, yes. Now, granted, they're playing in Eugene and not Corvallis, so I think that's a big, big advantage yeah. there. But yeah. I'll admit it, when you're wrong, you say you're wrong. <laughs> Bo Nix. <laughs> The man starting to play some football. Bo, I mean, if you get, oh, no. But look, Bo, when you got Bo. when you got 45 years of college experience, I would hope you're starting to put it together. So, I mean, I've been a, I've been a big fan of Oregon State. Like, he's only a ninth year senior. Third time over, right? Um, I've been a big fan of Oregon State this year. They, I, I just like how they play the game. But going into Eugene with Oregon having um, playoff. Aspirations. I think that's just a lot to ask. If it was in Corvallis, I would take the Beavers. You always take Beaver. But in this case, I think it's Quack Attack takes Go it down in a close one. Quack, quack, quack. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet the spread on this. I think it's going to be close, but I do think oh, it's I will bet the spread. I think it's the Ducks. <laughs> I'll take the Beaver. Hey, Ducks all the way. 830. No, no not so. Baby Boy says, Go Baby Beaver, boy. baby. Boom. What? Baby Boy says, Go Beaver. Why is that? I want some chaos. you want chaos. Yes. <laughs> no other reason, huh? Yeah. No, I'm an agent no, of chaos, says D. Pity. I, I heard a uh, I heard I heard this conspiracy sports theorist the other day basically saying you have my that, that this weekend is when Oregon loses, that Washington loses, that they all shake it out because the refs are in the back for the SEC. Oh, so, I like get out of here. Yeah, what, 
What happens if what happens if Auburn beats Alabama and, Which Alabama, ain't and Alabama beats Georgia? Then Alabama gets in. Ain't getting in. Alabama gets oh, in. Oh no, you're saying in Georgia. If, no. If Auburn beats Alabama and Alabama beats Georgia. Then they probably Georgia. Yeah. And, and, and Oregon and what and Oregon beats Washington by a field goal. All I'm going to say is this is where I'm glad we can expand this thing in about two years. <laughs> Next year. Next, Next year. year. Then we Next don't have to worry about this. <laughs> right. Because that scenario could very well happen. No, it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> what we got, Chief? How about, the, how about what I think is the biggest game of the week? Ohio State at Michigan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this it? year. This year. The, the line is Michigan by one, which that's this is going to be tight. No. Uh, a grudge to what I do over here. It, it's I'll, I'll, I'll wait my turn. Go ahead and wait your turn. Michigan takes the game. It's in the big house. They take the game. Yeah. I mean, it's it's now. How close is it? I don't know. I look. I still don't think McCarthy's what everybody says McCarthy is. He is better than I thought he was. But again, y'all have heard me hard this all year. It's going to be a matter of can Ohio State safeties actually come to play versus last year? Exactly. Ohio State's Ohio State's scoring about. Uh, 20% more in the air than they are on the ground. So that's something that I think Michigan is not that's probably their weakness. If Ohio State can can complete the passes, they're going to be able to walk down the field and Michigan does not like to allow that. But they might. Yeah, I'm going Michigan here. I know we got baby boy here sitting next to me. He's not going to go with Michigan. But however, it's in the big house and you know, it's you know this whole world against us, Michigan thing. I, you know, that's a real thing. You know, and I think. Uh, oh my God! It is. It's a real thing. <laughs> they they stole that also. They also stole They are going to show up. Oh my! I'll, I'll wait my turn. And, and play lights out. They're going to. They, they might. They might actually beat Ohio State by like three touchdowns. Oh no. It's going to be big. I think Michigan's going to win, but not by that much. All right, guest picker. Michigan, Ohio State. Michigan or Ohio State this weekend? Go sports. <laughs> Best answer of the night. All right, you're chomping at the bit. Get your piece. Make yourself feel better about it. All right, so here, let me start with that team up north. J.J. McCarthy, very competent, very capable, dual-threat quarterback. Completion percentage around 75%, which is amazing. Blake Corum having a solid year. Donovan Edwards, their their backup uh, running back, who had a huge game against us last year, had a huge season last year. Not really up to the standards he's laid out there in the previous two years. Um, They got... A young receiver who's having a really, really solid season. Um, top 10, I think, in the country in receiving yards and touchdowns. Their defense is number one in total defense, number one in scoring defense. Ohio State. Let's talk about Ohio State. It's argu- arguably the best player in college football in Marvin Harrison Jr. If you can get him the ball, he's a game changer. He's a game wrecker. Ohio State struggled for the first half of the season running the ball. Travion Henderson came back healthy, and it's been night and day. He, the last 
two weeks, he's had over 170 plus yards and over two touchdowns in each of those outings. He's healthy, he's hungry. Kyle McCord is finally starting to look like a serviceable quarterback who can manage a game without turning, turning the ball over. Now the big house has like 112,000 capacity. It's gonna be mostly maize and gold. Maize and blue, sorry about that. But they're not gonna have their head coach, Jim Harbaugh, because he's a cheater. He didn't they don't have their linebacker coach because he cheats. Come on, you get your own show at this point, but man. This, but this is not about that. <laughs> this is a rivalry game. Anything can happen. And I'm going to say we're going to go to overtime in this one. Ohio State wins by a field goal in the third overtime in the big big house. <laughs> go Bucks! OH, baby boy. <laughs> so, so here's what I found interesting is... The Buckeyes have the number one pass defense. The number two pass defense is Michigan. Um, Michigan defense number one in fewest points per game. And Ohio State's number two. Yeah. Like .6 points behind them. These two teams on defense are so evenly matched, it is not funny. I I don't think the over-under on this game is 46.5 is what I saw. I just don't see the score getting that high. But it's a rivalry game. Um, to tack on to what Chopper had said, Michigan kicked our ass the last two years. Like 45 to 21 and 45 to 23 roughly. 42 to 21, 45 to 23. So based on the last two years, you would be a smart man or woman to expect Ohio State would lose by Three touchdowns, three scores. But it it ain't the case this year because in those previous two years, Ohio State's defense sucked. Our offense was a lot better, but we had no defense. You guys would be dropping out of the top four. Oregon will be moving in. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on along. Who's got... Wait, wait, wait. Did, Did anybody else notice... The slow head turn and grin that he just gave me. I don't know what any of that means, but it does sound it, like fighting. It went like this. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to poke the Sorry, you can't see that. As he turns his head slow. Who's got the best field goal kicker, Ohio State or Michigan? Uh, Michigan. Missouri. So that, to me, might be the, <laughs> the decider in the goal. It <laughs> game is, is who can, kick, who can kick the better field goal. Yeah. All right, Actually, let's go on. Maybe he'll enter the portal. What the fuck? Yeah, I got a what the fuck. Yeah, I'm go so happy it. you're here. And that's why I have my explicit on our Cheers. pre-podcast discussions. You've listed all of these rivalries. And you just leave one of the most important ones off the page. Like, just disregard it. It's as nasty as Ohio State, Michigan. It's as competitive as Auburn, Alabama. Oh, At State, Georgia Southern. Oh, come I played on. in it. Never heard of her. I bet you haven't. I played in it. I've watched it. It's there's they, it's biting, it's spitting, it's ball grabbing on the bottom of the piles. It's it's just all out war. Take your take it out, throw it is out it, the window. Is it you got ten fingers in the you know what? It, if, if that's what's necessary to win a game, yes. It's, <laughs> Did uh, you participate? I, I plead the fifth. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
that being said, you got a lot going in that game. You got App State on a four-game winning streak. If they win, Coastal Carolina loses. We go to the Sun Belt Conference Championship game, which nobody saw happening five weeks ago. And well, Georgia Southern just sucks. They call it the stink. The stadium's beside a beside a landfill. They get their name on us. There's my what the fuck. Go Mountaineers. <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to say Army Navy. That's, that, that's the following week. That's the following week. Oh, that's always the week after rivalry week. See how much I know. Okay, so my what the fuck. I'm so tired of Dallas fans talking smack against the Eagles. They don't play any real teams. They don't play any winning teams. They go on and on and on. And yesterday was no exception. It was so bad. Even before the game started, after we won, and then they, they came up with a new set of excuses. Anyway, today... I compiled all of the records of all of the teams that Dallas has played and the Eagles have played because I needed I needed to know that we really did not play any decent teams. Nerd. I know. I made a spreadsheet. It was so cool. And on my spreadsheet, I love you. It says Dallas Dallas's opponents' combined records are 39 wins and 64 losses. The Eagles are 49 wins. And remember, Dallas lost to us, so nine of those wins went into their thing. If I took that out, they'd be in even worse shape. So eat it, Dallas. <laughs> eat it. Eat, you eat that, whatever that is. As Mine? a native yeah. Texan, I am not a Dallas fan myself. I know. <laughs> My what the fu is to a tasty beverage. Tasty beverage. Dr. Pepper. What the fuck? Oh my gosh, the Dr. Pepper Fansville curse is alive, it's real, and it's getting scarier by the day. Look back three years ago, DJ Uyangalele, what happened after he put up makeup on his face? He went to hell. Last year, Bryce Young, Alabama, they didn't make, did they make the playoffs? No, they didn't. And what's he looking like in the pros? Like the fourth or fifth best rookie quarterback in the NFL. This year, who do we have? Who do we have? Who is the Dr. Pepper Fansville face for the commercials? Oh, it's Caleb Williams from USC. <laughs> How is that going? Not very good. This is, if you are a fan, you cannot escape one and if you have, podcast where they pick on me. I'm not like, picking on you. This is I'm like picking on Dr. Pepper. Pepper. Dr. Pepper, stop picking a quarterback. <laughs> Go for like, I don't know, a reserve lineman or something. <laughs> Damn it. You're killing teams. Playoff hopes. <laughs> that's like that's like Madden what the NFL, fuck, Dr. Madden NFL for like yeah. ten years. If they prove if they put on the uh, the game, yeah. had a season ending injury the next year. It was like ten exactly. years in a row. Yeah, but I think it's worse. <laughs> it's worse than an NFL announcer saying this field goal kicker has missed forty out of his last forty <laughs> field goals from within forty yards. Yeah. Next thing you know, he misses it. Damn you, Dr. Pepper! What the fuck? Sorry, never drink it again. That was a lot, yeah. but it's tasty. I don't know. I dressed up as that for Halloween year before this yeah. one. It was actually pretty good. It was pretty good. Why? Halloween <laughs> costume. What did What did your wife go as? The same thing. Same thing. 
We dressed up as two characters from Fansville. Oh, okay. Now that makes a lot more sense. Okay. So as a Texan, I am a bigger fan of Dr. Pepper than I am of Dallas. Just saying. <laughs> it is a tasty beverage. All right. What the fuck, host of the show, Chief? How in the world do you have a New Mexico State Aggie staying at your house this week? The actual week we lose to them. What the fuck, Chief? As a matter of fact, she's the reason you lost. <laughs> Would you like a Dr. Pepper? Yeah. <laughs> my, my one defies, how did the Auburn defense have to stay on the field for 38 and a half minutes against New Mexico State? And they still had to write a check for $1.7 million. Oh, shit, son. Hey, hey nobody's going to be laughing next week. <laughs> I told you so, which is Auburn over Alabama. You picked Auburn to lose your five weeks in a row. You heard it here first. Oh, let me give you a hug. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, my ex-husband was, uh, he did go to Alabama. So for many years it was all roll tide, roll tide, roll tide, and that is why he is ex. <laughs> Does do that make you feel better? Do you want to put a beer on this? I don't need to. Hey, you you should just. <laughs> oh, look how confident you are. Five beers on it. You're not putting a I think he said it. he'd put five beers on it. I, I think you should just. He said I got five on it. You just buy a round next week. After Auburn wins. Hey, I'll tell you, you know what? Hey, let's try to cap our group next week at eight. <laughs> <laughs> if Ohio State loses. No. When Ohio State wins, Woo! we're gonna celebrate. You're gonna and Ripper beer. is buying around. Oh, yeah. I guess I'll be drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll bring my, my purse with me. That ain't funny. <laughs> All right. Anybody else? Yeah, no, you're good. All right. Let's let's do last call. What is the most important game this Wait week? Wait a minute. We're way ahead of schedule, but that's all right. Moving on. <laughs> what is the most important game this week, and why? Ooh, I got this one. USC and Clemson. Just kidding. No. Michigan and they Ohio don't even State. play each other. USC and Clemson. Clemson. South Carolina and Clemson. Play oh, each other. that's oh. USC. Yeah. No, um, I I, I think they should Michigan. play one time for the name. That would be that awesome. would be. I think you could hype that up a little bit. And oh, you know yeah. what? As bad as the defense is for so- SoCal this year, that could be but a good game. Good, a good friend of ours said if they ever did play, that he's already got his T-shirt. Said he's going to. He's being a South Carolina grad and says on the front of it's going to say, "Hey, your Trojans can't cover our cocks." And he'll say, <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. I'm like, you'll sell a lot of them. That's yeah, kind of catchy. I'll that take a hat, really, please. That is really good. Well, my most important game I've already kind of delved into. It kind of rolls in. It gets a little blurry. Like I said, haven't been a former Mountaineer, still a Mountaineer at heart, playing Georgia Southern. Um, we're playing to try to go to the conference championship game, and we legitimately hate them. Like, we hope they never win another game in the history of mankind. Um, that one's the most near and dear to me because I'm the most emotionally vested. <laughs> and, oh, by the way, I will be in Boone for the balmy 40 degrees for that game on Saturday. So, go out there. Where's my chair, baby boy? What time is your game? 3 baby boy. Thank you. All right, what is the most important game this week? To me, that one. <laughs> oh, I am Michigan. Yeah. 
definitely in Ohio and Michigan. Uh, I yeah, most important, Iowa State, Michigan. Yeah. It's not the best rivalry. It's the most important game this week. What? What's your thing? Alabama. Oh. Michigan. Not hey, the best rivalry. What the? Did you just say? It's not the best rivalry. It's the most important game of the week. I, I will agree with that. I actually. Well, Michigan and Ohio hey. State is a very important game, but we know one of them is gonna is not gonna win. One team is not gonna win. This is what Damn. I. Damn, that's a bold statement coming from you, Chief. The game I do think is the most important this week is actually Oregon State at Oregon, and I'll tell you why. I was thinking that. If Oregon wins handily, they got a shot at making the playoff. If Oregon State holds them or wins, Oregon State and potentially Bo Nix conversation no, goes away. To me, that, that game isn't as important as if they win the game, they got to play Washington again. That's, that's going to be more of the important game because they've got a rematch with them. Not so fast. And you're not even the rooster. That's right. <laughs> That's for you, buddy. Yeah, they come the rooster. Anyhow, the most important game. Not the most impactful, but the most important game isn't oh, the Ohio State versus Michigan. Isn't War Damn Eagle versus the Crimson Tide Elephants. How the hell do they get elephants, anyhow? Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's not the Beavers versus Oregon. It is Florida versus Florida State. Because currently, Florida State is ranked number four. If Florida can upset Florida State, that takes away one of the undefeateds. You get another undefeated taken away from the mix between Ohio State and Michigan. And then the chips will fall while they may. So I'm going to go with the Florida Florida State game as the most important game of the weekend. I think that scenario, I, I agree. I can see that, but I think that you scenario agree, you, wait, no, no, say it, helps say it. You, the, you agree the with Pac-12 me? more you than, agree the, big, with than me. the Big Ten. You agree with me. No, no, that's it. No, the words aren't coming out I right. I do agree with you. However, <laughs> it, it will affect the Pac-12. It will affect Oregon and Washington more. But right now, I mean, what's affecting them the most is that undefeated team. That'll make our Imperial leader happy. Yeah. That isn't number one on your mind? No. No. Love you, buddy. We got like four minutes. Of rambling of, of, of what, four beers and a river. All right, <laughs> then let's, That's talk, right, let's talk about the Chiefs and the Eagles this last night. Four. Let's do it. It's all. I, you guys know how I feel. What about your guys' thoughts? The who? The Chiefs and the Eagles. Um, looks like the uh, Chiefs let that one get away from them. They were up by 10. Um, Drop Just that. like they did in the, I mean, a wide open, the Super Bowl. A wide open Eagles pass hit the dude in the chest. They were blanked the entire second half. They made no effort. They completely shut down the second half. But in the NFL... You can have two, three, four, five, seven losses potentially, and it's not going to ruin your season. Right. So you get upset when Detroit beats them in the playoffs? Detroit's not going to beat, beat who? The Eagles? Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Not going to happen. Dan is the man. That that 
would be the upset that I, I told you that's my sleeper pick for Super Bowl was Detroit. Yeah, my, my AFC pick's done hey. with the quarterback. So. Detroit versus Joe Flacco led Browns. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I was disappointed. He's currently only on the practice squad. Taylor Swift was not there. Totally disappointed. And then, and then the parents right. didn't meet. Even I'm sick of the Taylor Swift nonsense. All right, thank you for listening too. I'm not. Guys at the bar talking. Sports. Sports.